You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. What's up, y'all? We're back. We're back. (laughs) We're back with the old intro as well. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. We've missed you. We've really... I've missed you, Chelsea. I know. I haven't seen you in forever. I asked her to come over like... 15 minutes early to record and we just started recording an hour after that yeah i was like let's get it done early and here we, we are to catch up i will i haven't seen you in two or three weeks two, yeah two at least two definitely two nuts um yeah we hope y'all had a really happy holiday season i know you're kind of in that probably phase where you're like what day is it i don't even know yeah, because that's how I feel right now everything schedule wise is out of whack i know we got back from traveling. We were gone for nine days. We got back Sunday. That's so like, long, too. Whew, I was so ready to be... I mean, we had an amazing time with our family, and we got to see friends and travel, and it was great, but I was so excited to be in our bed and have just some routine back, but all day yesterday, I was like, what even is going on? Like, the house was in shambles, and I just felt like I need to get my life back together. I know. So. How was your... um? How was your nine days of Christmas? It was good. We first headed to Raleigh, got to spend some time with my brothers and our good friends. Did you get to meet the puppy, Leah's puppy? We did. Yeah, she's so cute. Um, And then Christmas Day, we headed to Charlotte. We had a good time there. We went and saw the new Jumanji. Okay, is it good? I liked it. I actually heard it's good. I loved the the first one like with robin williams not the first first so last year there was an, a redo yeah and then they did like a sequel of that redo because it's like so, with chris rock or not chris the rock, rock the rock and kevin Hart. and kevin yeah yeah and, and jack so, black who i love yeah, jack black we loved that one when we saw it i don't even remember when that was i guess it was last year sometime um and we decided to go and it was i liked it i mean it's not like the best movie in the world but it got a 71 on rotten, rotten tomatoes. tomatoes which is Pretty good, considering. Michael so. and I are on a um, Kevin Hart kick right now. He, I don't know if it's just released, but we just found it on Netflix. The Netflix thing. He has yeah, like a documentary new. series, and we're on like episode three. We've been watching like one a night. Because it's like both up, like funny, but also... It, like real. Real. Yeah. Like he gets into like all these really tough times of life, whether it's like childhood or like with his marriages and... He, like, goes deep. But he's yeah. also hilarious. Right. So it's, like, a good mix of, like... I want to watch that. Maybe we should start watching that soon. I was watching the little, like, preview for it last night. It's good. And yeah. I love him and The Rock's friendship, like, in real life. Mm-hmm. They are a hoot. And I they're complete opposites. Um, but yeah, that was fun. And then we went to Asheville for a couple days. And we really went there for it because I had an engagement session there. But it was a nice excuse to like just have a night there, the two of us, and we don't, we've never really like spent much time downtown Asheville. Did you go to like um, any cool restaurants? We did actually. We went. His brother got us like a brewery gift, couple gift cards, and so we kind of went around and Jordan discovered some new beers that he liked. And one of the bartenders there was like, "Oh, you should check out this place for dinner," and it was called Jerusalem. Jerusalem Garden or something like that. It was like Mediterranean food. Uh-huh. And they had like a live band there playing this like, I don't know, very cultural music. And there was like a belly dancer in there. And I got a gyro and it was really good. It was like fun. Okay, how do you say that? You said it right. Gyro. Gyro. Yeah. Not gyro. Not gyro. Or gyro. It's gyro. Not hero. Mm-hmm. I've heard that before too. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know, in New York, we always used to call it gyro. Gyro. Yeah. And then I realized that's wrong. So. Yeah, it's very wrong. Anyway, and then we ended <laughs> up going to, um, we went to Two Palo Honey for breakfast, because it was like, I mean, there's one in Raleigh, and there's, they're kind of all I over. I love Two Palo Honey. It was close to our Airbnb, and it was kind of rainy, and that was like the only thing we wanted to walk to, so. Those biscuits? Oh, so good. So good. I always get the sweet potato pancake. With the I fried got that chicken. Last time. Well, I didn't get the fried chicken. I just got the pancake. It's really good. Um, yeah, it's so good. I'm what? glad you had a good holiday. Yeah. I'm just I'm glad to be back in Wilmington. 
makes like you forever. breaks are like so needed in the time, but yes. then it makes you really miss your routine, especially when yeah. you like your routine. I do. And I mean, even when we go on normal vacation after one week, I'm tapped out and I'm ready to be back in same routine. That's just how I, I work. So same, same, same. You had a shorter trip though. Yeah. We went to, um, Texas on Christmas Eve. So we left like that afternoon and landed just in time to like go to our Christmas Eve dinner at my parents and um we did Christmas with my family and slept at my parents house and then the next morning got ready and went to Michael's family's house because they only live like 20 minutes away from each other so it's like pretty nice um and did Christmas with his family and like a big Christmas lunch and um then that night we just kind of like, like I fell asleep on the, I was just food coma and like yeah. so tired from traveling. I, me and Michael passed out on the couch while we were all watching Home Alone. And then you get up and you like play a couple games and you just go to bed. Again. There's so much sleep. Yes. You go to bed again. Yeah. And then the next day was my brother's um, birthday, which if we want to get into happies and crappies, I have a crappy from that. Okay. The birthday was great. My happy is just, is that we had a great holiday. Yep. It was short, but sweet and we got back in time to like be with our son bear, but the crappy is we went okay. We went bowling for my brother's birthday at one of those like bougie bowling alleys where they have yeah. like nice food and like good beer and drinks and yeah. it's kind of like nicer. I don't know how to explain it, but you've probably been to one. Yeah, it's like the top golf of bowling alleys. Right, and so we order like a bunch of appetizers, but I like hadn't eaten lunch yet, so I was like hungry for like a meal so I ordered chicken wings like for myself because it's like all kind of snack food like that so I was like that'll fill me up I'll oh no did some. you get food poisoning oh you just wait so I ordered chicken wings I my my mom had one but she didn't get sick but I had the rest of them there was like eight in there and she grabbed one anyways so we go to di- like a nice dinner that night with my brother's friends for his birthday and like we're on the way to downtown Dallas which is like a good 40 minute drive from where Michael's parents live. So I thought I was just getting car sick, but I like wasn't feeling good. Mm-hmm. And I do get car sick on like highways sometimes sure, yeah. if I'm not driving. So I was like, you oh, it's probably just like whatever. So we get to the restaurant. I'm fine. We eat dinner. We go home like around 930 kind of early. And me and Michael slept in different. We I slept at my parents. Long story short, we had slept in different places that night. Mm-hmm. And I woke up the next morning and I was like, feel like a little funny but I had a walk planned with my two besties from Texas at like 8 a.m. so I just like put on workout clothes to go on a walk around the neighborhood and I'm feeling fine like go get bread we stop at this coffee shop get breakfast I feel okay and then Michael's dad comes and picks us up for the airport like an hour after that so we're driving to the airport and I'm like I'm gonna vomit like I was like I'm for sure car sick so then I'm like rolling down the window about to vom and his dad feels bad you know because like we're driving to the we have to be at the airport so we get there and I like run to the trash can nothing comes out and I'm like I just you know that feeling it's like right here it's at the top you're like if I don't throw up I'm gonna feel terrible like I need to that point I'm I just do it yeah I make it happen so we get on the plane (laughs) oh no we go into the airport we get some barbecue like some meat to like hopefully make me feel better oh god that did not work. <laughs> so then barbecue is like the last thing I, I didn't even eat. think about. It was like the, there was two restaurants to decide from that and McDonald's. So I was like, I either get diarrhea for days at McDonald's or I go to get barbecue. So anyways, we get on the plane. Everything's fine, and we're like doing this like 2020 planning exercise. We're having a great conversation, and then the 40 minute descent mark where they like get on the on the intercom and they're like, we're gonna start descending. Uh, well, that got my stomach good because, like, they did this oh. drop. I bend over into Michael's lap, grab the barf bag, and just barf uh. all up in that bag. Finish off that bag, grab the other bag in our seat, and uh. barf all up in that bag. Two bags full of my barf in Michael's lap. Poor guy. But I, like, it was actually a really graceful throw up if I, like, as far as noise goes. Oh, but it was I'm all not. barbecue and chicken wings. <laughs> yeah. So, 
So I'm pretty sure I got food poisoning over. Yeah. Because after that, it felt fine. Well, food poisoning would have been worse. It might have just not have sat with you well. Because, like, sometimes that'll happen to me, especially if I eat things that are, like, super flavorful or, like, smoky. And my diet at the holidays was just, like, so different than it normally is. Like, you you go out to eat more. You eat a lot more, like, sugar and salt. Mm -hmm. And I drank, like, no water. Food poisoning, you probably would have thrown up a lot sooner. And it would have been, like, both ways. Okay, so maybe it was just like I think it just like probably hit you the wrong way. Yeah, barbecue always does that to me. Like smoked, if it's like a smoky barbecue where they use I don't know whatever they. This was Texas stuff. I always this was Texas barbecue, so it was a little briskety. I'm always like nauseous and or I puke from it. Interesting. Yeah, I could I I don't know what it was, but I'm glad it's gone. It oh was, man, I'm sorry that happened. I really never like throw up. Short lived. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I don't either, but when I do, it's violent. It's violent. <laughs> it's so and bad. And my poor sweet. When I hear people throw up or see people throw up, I usually want to throw up. Mm-hmm. And he handled it like a champ. Because I was like in his literal lap, like oh. between his legs, trying to make sure no one see it. And then I have these bags. It's so gross. So I have these bags. And Michael's, I was like, what do I do? And he right. was like, you got to carry them off the plane and throw them away. So I'm like, walking off the plane with two barf bags but yeah I feel like I did it pretty well <laughs> what about you any crappies or happies um I guess our my happy would just be our holiday too it was really nice to have like a big break didn't mm-hmm. work really at all other than the shoot that I had over the weekend um and just like got to spend a lot of good quality time with family and friends and then over the break though Prosper workshop filled for the full day, which was really unexpected and cool. I was like, I thought maybe it would, like closer to the date, but it's not till February and it's already like sold out pretty much. So awesome. We still have half day seats available, but yeah, so that was like that a too. really big happy. I was excited for that. Um, crappy was our freaking Airbnb bet. Like the Airbnb that we had in Asheville was. It was fine. It was cute. It was clean. It was like what we needed. It was a small little apartment with like a bedroom, a kitchen, and a bathroom. It mm-hmm. was like basic. Basic, yeah. But we knew we were only going to be there for a night and we wanted to like spend most of the time exploring anyway. But it was got kind of rainy and went back to the apartment. It's in this like old, basically it looked like an old giant house that was like divided into all these smaller apartments. Mm-hmm. But it was one of the only ones I could find that would allow us to bring Wrigley, our dog. Um, And also... You have to think about that with Airbnbs now. mm -hmm. And it was in the heart of downtown, which was nice because we could walk everywhere. But anyway, it was so freaking loud. Like, it was all, like, hardwood, creaky floors and stuff. Like, the bed was really... Like, anytime you made, like, a little shift, it was so loud. There was dogs barking everywhere. And the bed was, like like that really crappy foam like not memory foam but like foam you put on top of the mattress like it felt like a mattress topper was the mattress and the pillows were like hard sheets oh i hate when they're thin and i slept like crap that night we both did and then we had to sit in the car for five hours on the way home so my body just felt like so bad um let's just say getting in our king size memory foam mattress sunday night was like the most glorious feeling in the world so good mattresses change everything yeah and everyone's different like I'm finding as I get older I need a harder mattress Mm -hmm. because my back hurts and softer mattresses and ours is kind of soft but like I slept in my mom's mattress this week and hers is uber soft and I had the worst back pain on Christmas yeah and I was like, man, that works for her, but it didn't work for me. I really want to get one of those sleep number beds. Me too. Oh my gosh. So I could just pop Jordan. This isn't even an swimwear. ad, but if they want to sponsor us, we're I in. I mean, we're in. And they're like <laughs> swimwear. Yeah, seriously. It makes such a big difference. My body was not feeling good. Jordan was complaining too. He was like, that was freaking awful. And pillows change it too. Yeah. Like a flat pillow, there's nothing worse than He doesn't a flat care pillow. as much about the pillow thing, but I do. I should, I should have brought my own, but. When I went to Haiti my first year, I, no, my second year, I forgot a pillow, which you're supposed to bring a pillow. And, like, it's not like you're sleeping in any, you're sleeping in, like, right. very hard bunk beds. And I forgot a pillow, so I used t-shirts 
for my pillow every single night in Haiti. I was like, it doesn't get any worse than this. <laughs> Sleeping in no AC with, oh, with t-shirts for my pillow. Um, all right. Well, obviously it's New Year's, so. Yeah. Transition into the, the goal of <laughs> this episode. Let's Our goal say. is to learn how to speak. <laughs> We're just getting back into the swing. It's been yeah, weeks y'all, and weeks since we recorded. So, um, shall we talk about our sponsors? Yeah, let's do it. Um, with New Year's comes new goals, new ambitions, new ambitions, new intentions, as yeah. we're going to talk about. Yeah. And so, um, what better way to conquer some goals than to like maybe learn something new? Yeah. And y'all, we've got a place for you to learn that. So let's make 2020 a year where you can explore these new skills, deepen your passions, and get lost in creativity with Skillshare, duh, their online classes. Um, They are an online community for learning where millions of people come together to take their next step in whatever creative journey that they're on. They have literally thousands of classes for curious people with topics from photography to writing to design to, to video to freelance, whatever you want to do, you can find it on Skillshare. And part of what we're going to talk about today is kind of getting outside the box with your resolutions and intentions this year. And a lot of times it's our first, um, I guess, instinct to make it about appearance or kind of more vanity things that don't matter in the long run. So this is a great way of setting a goal or an intention of actually like investing in yourself and maybe your wellness journey or professional or creative or whatever that might be. Right. Kind of stepping outside that box and and learning something new. Yeah. So um, since you're our guest, you are getting a sweet post-Christmas gift. Heck yeah. You can get your first two months of Skillshare for free. Completely free for two months. Premium membership, two free months. All you have to do is go to Skillshare.com backslash soul, S-O-L-E, and you will get two free months of thousands of online learning classes. That's Skillshare.com backslash soul. One more time, Skillshare.com backslash soul. (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, And then also, if you want to focus on wellness, again, we'll get into this in the episode, but it's there becomes like a negative stigma or just a stigma in general around 2020 resolutions or just New Year's resolutions about like losing weight. And mm-hmm. if we like truly focused on the purity behind what we eat, how we move our bodies and um, wellness as a whole, then I think that that will create way better results than any type of weight loss, I use air quotes, goal would do in 2020. So one way to become well from your inside out is through um, Ritual. So Ritual is a vitamin company that's essentially um, for women. So perfect audience, hello women. Mm -hmm. It's it's very much researched and they have put in nutrients that – we as women or as humans are just lacking from our foods and they put it in like a clean absorbable form. It's like a, like a vitamin, like a little pill. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's really no shady additives and all the ingredients are completely clean. It will not harm your body at all. All it's going to bring is more good to your body. And all you have to do is take two easy capsules and those provide the nine nutrients that you'll need to support a strong foundation for your health in 2020. The awesome part about Ritual is that it's mailed to your doorstep, so it's not another thing that you have to add to your grocery list, um, and you know it's going to be there each month. So we are going to be receiving ours soon, and we're super excited about starting this new health and wellness ritual in 2020. Oh, I don't know about you, but I'm like a big, and I know this is like, I'm learning that this is not actually that good for you. I'm like a big gummy vitamin mm-hmm. person but I'm also finding that like a lot of the vitamins are sucked out yep when they're made into gummy form but gummies taste so good so they I think do. I just do it as like an excuse they're like fruit snacks yeah so I'm like really excited for ritual because I know that all the vitamins it's just pure good are going to be in there and I'm going to be getting what my body needs from it um and it's every month I don't have to worry about it anything that's to my doorstep 
I'm in. I know, right? So yeah, better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months of Ritual. So fill in the gaps with your diet or with your eating or with your wellness, whatever it is, with essential vitamins for women through Ritual. Um, it's a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. All you have to do is go to ritual.com backslash soul, S-O-L-E, to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com backslash soul. One more time, ritual.com backslash soul. soul. <laughs> I went low. Nailed it. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. All right, so transitioning into... Again, the purpose of this podcast, obviously coming out on New Year's Day, we thought, hey, let's talk about 2020. And I think this is probably, I mean, we're we're recording this on New Year's Eve and now is the time we're going to start to see a lot of marketing and ads and maybe even other peers talking about all these goals that they're going to set for themselves. And I think it can be... there's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight in the long run or have these healthy ideas and intentions behind your goals. But I think too often we get carried away in that very, um, you know, goal itself of, of losing weight when there's so much more to it. Um, I think that's probably the most common goal you see every year. I would say probably like 90% of people's, goals or new year's resolutions which we'll get into that word in general mm. um of people's new year's re- resolutions revolve around like fitness or health right or, or nutrition appearance in some yeah way. appearance in some way um and while yes appearance and an improving body composition is absolutely a byproduct of getting you know better about your your healthy routines mm-hmm. however it shouldn't it should never be our why yeah. In in our opinion. And that's really what we have preached on this podcast from the very beginning. Um, but now is, is the time of year where it's going to be way more in your face. And we feel really strongly about encouraging you and inspiring you to come up with other, yeah. other goals and intentions for the year that don't make you feel like crap about yourself or guilt or shame. Because let's face it, when we set these quote, resolutions, a lot of times they're way too beyond what we're actually mm-hmm. not capable of, but what would beyond make healthy. healthy for our mindset, um, sustainable, sustainable and huge. realistic for your current lifestyle. So the thing um, about the word resolution that bugs me is that it implies that there's something that needs to be resolved, right? Like I need to fix this part of me. Yep. In order to be a better me. Like, even all that new year, new you. Why? Why? Why do I need a new me? Why can't I just... improved me. Why can't I just build on the me that I've... The foundation that I've already created and just build on that? And so, I... I feel very passionate about resolutions as a whole because I think that with that term resolve, it... It will lead to failure because we're humans. So, like, you're not going to meet all of your gold standards of what your resolutions are for, especially if it's weight loss oriented, which then in return leads to shame. And so you go into the new year all pumped up and, like, excited and exhilarated for what's to come. And then it usually ends in shame because we see them as something we need to fix about ourselves. So... We're going to talk about today, like, restructuring the verbiage that is used for... The verbiage and the why and how you're viewing your health and your fitness as a whole. Mm -hmm. Because I think if we actually... It's hard for most women to do, but if we actually change the narrative and we change the way that we think about movement and health and wellness as a whole then you're going you're gonna to be a lot less disappointed in the long run and you're going to reap the benefits of what those changes are actually doing more so than how it's affecting your totally your appearance. Um, and so the other day I had reposted this, I don't know, like quote I saw online and so many people responded to it. 
Um, and I thought so it good. hit hard because I think it said something along the lines of like, how much differently would you view exercise if you knew it would never affect the way that you look? Yeah. And that goes for nutrition too. Right. Same thing with nutrition. Like what if we looked at movement and nutrition as health mm-hmm. and how it makes us physically feel rather than, hey, this might make me have abs or totally or change the shape of this about myself or whatever because I don't think I – I feel like I finally got to that point this last year, You honestly, really did. Where I – I'm not saying that I don't still struggle with things here and there, but like, man, I am way less hard on myself because I've finally figured out like, man, I'm not, I'm not working out to lose weight. I'm working out because it's part of my routine and Mm -hmm. it feels good. And do you enjoy the type of exercise that you're doing? Right. Like, are you just doing high intensive, and this is my favorite, but are you just doing high intensive cardio and strength training because you think that's what you're supposed to do to get abs or are you doing it because you actually enjoy it? Right. And I used to do a ton of it. I used to do like nothing but hit. I used to run all the time. And like, honestly, it was never, it never felt like, um, natural to me. Like Mm -hmm. I, like some of the hit stuff I could handle like maybe once or twice a week, but Beyond that, it just started to really take a toll on my body, and I thought like I had to run in order to lose weight and and be healthy and whatever. But I realized, wait a second, like there's there's way more ways of being able to increase my heart rate and like keep my cardiovascular endurance besides like that impact on my joints that just never really felt natural to me. Yeah, it does to you, and that's that's amazing. Totally, like, that's every your thing body like bio like every not everybody every body is different yeah so like everyone's gonna react differently to different things like Mm -hmm. I'm not great at yoga and I like need it like once a month to like reset my mind but like it's not gonna fill me up in the same way that it fills you up right it's like we're all just wired differently exactly and I think finding that I've actually ended up losing weight probably the last several months because I finally fell into this routine of no pressure no pressure yeah because I was just moving because it felt good and I was maybe lifting twice a week doing yoga once or twice a week a Pilates class once a week maybe but none of those things are like crazy high intensity I wasn't like Mm -hmm. forcing myself to do anything that I didn't feel like I needed to but I was still being intentional about moving right as many times as I could and for the most part, fueling my body with healthy foods. And if I had a burger and fries every now and then, I'm not going to... I literally don't feel guilty anymore. Yeah, like, I just don't. And I I don't know how to, how to really, like... There's no way to step-by-step step tell people how to get to that point. But I think the more we normalize this normal routine and, like, the sense of viewing fitness in a whole different way, the more... Mm-hmm. We can help others to change their perspective too. Totally. And I think a lot of people, especially with us using this platform for trying to encourage women to love the skin that they're in and like with soul or just being fitness instructors in general, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people assume that like, oh, you struggled with it and then you woke up the next day and you healed. Right. But it's Definitely like a daily not. battle. And mm-hmm. so like maybe that's your intention for 2020 is to like, choose to fight daily to find what feels good for you. Right. Like maybe it's waking up every day and just being like, this day could be tough, but I'm going to fight for truth mm-hmm. instead of trying to punish my body. Right. Um, like even, was it yesterday I texted you? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was yesterday. yesterday. Like on Monday, y'all, wait, today's Tuesday. On Sunday, I felt so good because this was the first holiday season in like seven years where I didn't overthink anything. I enjoyed everything I ate. I didn't exercise every day. And Mm -hmm. like, I was so proud of myself on Sunday. And then the next day, like I was attacked with like negativity in my mind. And I texted Chelsea and I was like, I really don't like my body right now. Mm -hmm. Just today, like yesterday, I really liked it. So it's going to be this like constant battle. And it's like, are you willing to wake up and like fight for what's good for you every day? And what was good for me in that moment was reaching out to my 
friend and being like, this is where I'm at. And her mm-hmm. saying, because I know she's, okay, I'm going to back it up. There are people in your life I know that you could message, I don't really like my body today, and they would respond probably with something like, ugh, me either, holidays suck, Like I ate so much, kind of that shame, shame, shame mentality. Right. And you know who those people are. And yeah. then there's people who you could reach out to and say, I don't really like my body today because you know they're going to reframe your mind in a positive light. And that's why I texted Chelsea. I could text the other friends. Right. And be like... And, and commiserate they, together. Oh, we could be in misery for... Yeah. Until February, you yeah. know? And, but Chelsea said, okay, well, what's something that you do like about your body? And right when I read that, I was like, this is why I texted her. Because I needed to hear that, that day. Right. I just went off on a huge tangent. All that to say. No, I think that's a, that's a great, like, example of how to start making those little mind shift changes is have that accountability and. Find someone to hold you accountable. Or if, like, there's a question, like, like that question, what do you like about your body today is something I'm going to write on my mirror. Because every day it changes, and if you you can always find something you like. Yeah. So it's like, and you can easily find something that you don't don't like. like. But that's Easy. Not what we're gonna focus yeah, on. we don't need to focus on that. So let's talk about like intentions, I guess. Yeah. Shifting like just it. yeah, reframing. I feel like that's a good point to kind of. Yeah. So our kind of thoughts on this are to instead of coming up with these like resolutions these end-all be-all ultimatum like goals of I'm gonna lose 20 pounds or whatever that might be like we want you to have intentions instead so yeah that might be I want to discover a type of movement that I really enjoy mm-hmm. or you know, I want to find more balance in my in my work schedule so that I have ten more minutes a day to, to move or mm-hmm. more time with your partner or or I want to spend more time exercising outside yeah. because I really like nature. So why right. am I doing it inside? Yeah, or and I mean, or even non fitness related things and making making your intentions about being whole. Mm-hmm. Um, schedule it you know texting one friend you haven't talked to in a while a week or oh that's a good one anything like that because I think the more the more we surround ourselves with that community the better we're going to feel in the long mm-hmm. run we're not going to feel and isolated. maybe like as we as we enter into this new decade which is insane I know right we can kind of start asking ourselves those questions of like what does what brings me wholeness or what brings me joy in every in different categories of life. life. So yeah. like what brings me joy in friendships? Are there friendships that I need to probably walk away from mm-hmm. this decade because they've been bringing me down? What brings me joy in my relationship? Are there things that we need to fix as a couple because it's bringing us down? What brings me joy in my movement? Are there things I need to stop doing and things I need to start doing because it makes me feel better right. and it makes me feel worse? What, what brings me joy in my nutrition? Do I need to get pizza one, like every Tuesday night because that's like a tradition and it's so fun, it tastes so good? Then do it if right. it brings you joy. Yeah. Um, so maybe like create a list of categories in your life that are daily like job, relationships, exercise, food, mm-hmm. and then find out what intention you can set for each of those categories. That's like yeah. doable. Oh, for sure. And I think down the road, you know, I guess, let's say April is probably like the time frame when people start like checking in on if, if they've actually made any of those changes. And I think if we change the way that we're looking at it in general, gosh, we're, we're going to be so much more proud of ourselves and so mm-hmm. much more fulfilled if we're just like, yeah, I'm just living my life and it's way better now. Because, it's just fun. I really like my life. Yeah. Rather than, oh man, I didn't lose 10 pounds. Like that's, if that's not your why... Maybe it does happen. Maybe you do find that way. Well, it could of absolutely be a result of right. finding joy in your life, like happened to you this past right. But two if it's months. not, if it doesn't become your why, then it's not going to consume you like yeah. it would if that was at the top of your list. Totally. That should never. I don't think it should be a goal. No. It should be a product of like how you live your everyday life. It can be. Look, I'm not. I know that there are people out there that. Maybe doctors tell them they need to, or it's they feel like they would be much healthier if they did. So that's great. But even still, mm-hmm. there's so many other 
movement-based, nutrition-based, wellness-based goals that we can have that weight loss then becomes the byproduct of. Yeah. Yeah, those are all going to be like, hey, maybe I shift this in my everyday nutrition and I start adding five more minutes a week to my walking routine or whatever that might be. Yes, those are all things that will in turn lead to, you know, less calories in, more calories out. Yeah, like scientifically, I hate even talking, yeah. Mentioning that, mentioning that. But scientifically, it'll all add up to that, but that doesn't mean that should be our main focus. Totally. And then you're going to look back and your goals are going to be there, both mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. But the mentally is going to outweigh any tangible measurement-based goal, in yeah. my opinion. If you tip, if you put too much pressure on yourself specifically for a weight loss goal, then it's only going to end in like some sort of shame. Because then what? Because, yeah, because then you get that weight and then what? Exactly. Yeah. Someone asked me the other day on, on my Instagram, like, you know, what do you do when you have those bad body image days? And I said, well, I mean, everyone has them, but one of the things I do to bring myself back to reality is literally ask myself, like, would I actually be happier or more successful or more fulfilled if my thighs were smaller? Mm-hmm. Probably yeah, not. I and I honestly, I'm like, I think I would look weird. <laughs> you know, like that's just, I'm, I've been so used to seeing my body the way that it is for so many years that like, I don't know if I was a completely different shape or smaller, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't like it. Yeah. I always think about, uh, especially my years with like starving myself where I was that goal, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. weight, well, way less than it, but like super skinny and like what everyone, what society tells you you should look like as a woman. I always think back on that and like think I really wasn't even happy then. So why do I want to go back there? Like that didn't fulfill me. No. Cause there's, there's always going to be that next then what? Yeah. Like when that is your why. Because no matter what, it's it like there are certainly ways you can lose X amount of pounds in X amount of time, and that's great. But are you going to be enjoying your everyday routine along the way? Probably not. Probably not. Maybe, but for most, it's going to be a drastic lifestyle change, and it's not even worth mm-hmm. it in the long run if it's not going to be sustainable. So, what's the point? Yeah, and I think that the checking in with yourself right now is probably the biggest thing because you might be in a place where you are living very unhealthy like an unhealthy routine and maybe what you actually need in order to find joy is more movement and Mm -hmm. eating clean Mm -hmm. so that's your personal journey and like you know yourself better than anyone else does yeah so check in with yourself today this week yeah every day this year (laughs) and i think i mean one of the biggest like principles we learn and when you get your like personal training and all sorts of certifications is like making your goals smart Mm -hmm. you know I think we've talked about this before yeah small goals go a long way so instead of this big giant I'm gonna lose 50 pounds how about I'm going to increase my exercise by 10 minutes a week yeah or whatever it might be or I'm gonna cut out cokes because you know like some like something small not like Right. I'm going to go gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free yeah, all in one day. But going back to that whole SMART thing, it stands for... There's a few letters in that acronym that I don't believe in. Because it says they should be measurable. Yeah. So um, small, measurable, attainable... um, I forget what R is. And then time. So like give yourself a time frame. But I don't really... It's smart, measure or specific, specific, yeah, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time based. Yeah. Okay. So small is wrong, but I I still think that's kind of in there. Specific and small. Specific is small because it's like pick one thing, kind of. Um, I think there can be time based goals for things like, you know, starting a business and like you know things that are more um, numbers driven. Yeah. The measurement and time thing that's fine, and if those are. Some but of your it, goals for 2020, that's fantastic. I think it's good to give ourselves those boundaries and things to push for. But when it comes to your health, I don't think, I think setting a unrealistic time frame is not the healthiest. Um, yeah. 
It's all, we talk about sustainability a lot on this podcast. It's Mm -hmm. all just about creating a a lifestyle that's sustainable and enjoyable um, without going, like, jumping off into the deep end. Right. Immediately. And even with, like, you brought up numbers for business. Like, as a business owner, you dream big, but it's also not going to define your worth if at the end of the year you didn't meet Mm -hmm. your quota that you set at the beginning of the year. So it's kind of like creating a healthy mindset towards all this as well. Right. You know, like if this, I hope this works, but if it doesn't, I'm still not defined by this kind right. of thing. I loved that episode that I sent you. It was a gold digger podcast was so episode good. about finding like, and being okay with your enough. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it was more towards leaning towards business, but I think it goes hand in hand with your lifestyle and your wellness and stuff as well. Yeah. Like if, what was that other like quote that was going around? Like, you know, these extra five, 10 pounds are my Friday nights with my husband. Yeah. My brunches with friends. Yeah. Like that's to me, like that's resting in your enough. Like that to me is I'm living my life. I am fine with this because I am comfortable and I am healthy and I feel good about it. Whether I'm making this amount of money or I could potentially make whatever more, but then it's at the expense of all those other things that those, Friday nights with your husband and brunches with friends and it all is this big giant hamster wheel. Yeah. It's circle. all connected. Um, so that's that was a really huge like um motto, I guess, that resonated with me is like, yeah, it's so important mm-hmm. to find what that enough is and find some rest in it and it's great to still strive to be bigger and stronger and build your business down the road and that's great. But if you don't that's okay too. Yeah. It's so I listen much less to, pressure. It's less pressure. I listen to, well, of course, Becca and Tanya's podcast. Mm-hmm. I like re-listen to some of my favorite episodes from the year because there's no one releasing new podcast. And they interviewed this guy who's a TV show host for um, Temptation Island. Mm-hmm. And he brought up like a really good point. He was like, yeah, a lot of people call me like a wannabe Chris Harrison or all mm-hmm. this stuff. And they kind of like compare me to these like mega TV host stars or just people in Hollywood in general. And he's right. like, I, I will get, if I, if I let that get to my mind, I get caught up in that. And I'm like, I need to be doing more, doing more. But then when I take a step back, I'm like, I actually really like my life. Right. Like I make enough money to hang out with my kids, be with my wife, still garden on the weekends. Like he like named all these little things that he likes to do, like yeah. work on my car yep, and be able to pay for, stuff for my garden you know it's just like and yeah. I'm and I'm happy so why do I need to it kind of goes with that of like yeah, this is my enough absolutely. this is totally perfect for me I completely think that's a great example yeah and so true so our encouragement to you guys moving forward this year is find what your enough is and be okay with with just that mm-hmm that's good. Find your enough. Yeah. I just want to drop the mic, but I also want to answer the last four questions. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we have four questions. Y'all know that we ask every single guest, but we're going to ask each other this year geared towards this new... We're going to ask each other today geared towards this new year. Man, when you stop speaking for a while, I, know, I really hard. just like... Words are hard today. Words are really hard. Mm-hmm. So our first question is, what's something that you are binging? So what's something that you would like to binge or become obsessed with in 2020 in a healthy Um, way obviously hmm I don't I always say like I would like to start reading I was literally going to say that but I was going to say but I never do I just never do it's not I don't know like unless I'm I have like a summer book to read by the pool and I have that like time I just don't that would be a nice intention though we'll see but something that I did just binge, did you watch you? you. Yes, you I have two, two seasons, two episodes left of season two. Dude. It's so intense. Wait. Oh, I can't wait till you watch the last two. I love that show. It's so good. Man, if y'all watch season two of you, that ending. Whew. Well, and you haven't watched season one, like start from season one. Oh, it's, yeah. You have to. It is and it's just show. as good. It's so good. It's such a good show. Um, yeah, I'm loving that show right was now. Was it you who were telling me? No, my friend Erica. She was telling me how um, he was like interviewed on some like behind the scenes. 
don't know if it was on Netflix or on like a different show somewhere. Penn Badgley. Yeah. From Gossip Girl. Dan from Gossip Girl. I know. I love Gossip Girl, so it makes me like see him in a whole new way. I know. But she's like, women are freaking crazy because he got all these like love letters from these women like loving his character. Mm. And I'm like, he's a sick, twisted killer. Like, why? He's a psychopath. But so many women are like drawn to that. Same thing with like those the crazy guys. cases and like prison wives, you know, yeah. writing to them. Like, why? Why? Did it, is it women's like desire to fix things? Maybe or, like, it's like that nurturing aspect of us that wants like, to like bring them life. I just that's pretty messed up because yeah. he's psycho. And he was like, and he was like people like this is a character first of all and second of all you should not like, like him like <laughs> he's the worst messed up yeah so he got a little i do i am binging you i'm really excited to binge um the last season of homeland when it comes out in 2020 and um one thing i want to do more that i didn't do as much of in 2019 is go to the ocean more mm, like i really yeah. we live here and i should be going there way more Same. and it brings me so much peace so, like, I want to go there more. Like, at least a couple times a week just for, like, a few minutes. Like, yeah. sit at the beach. I used to do it a lot, too. You do it a lot. Like, I look at you and I'm like, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> I, do, I do it enough. Not lately, though. Um, but I'm there mostly because I'm, like, shooting down That's there. That's true. But I want to do more, like, just for the heck of it. Just sit. Just to go. Or, like, walk yeah. the beach or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a um, good one. Yeah. Okay, next question. What is something that you want to love more about yourself in 2020? Hmm. I I guess I want to just feel like we've been talking about today, like like enough and find balance in um, my like personal life and professional life because it's about to look a lot different than it did this year with mm-hmm workload and things that are going on and things are just up leveled a whole lot more and so I'm excited for that but I'm also really nervous yeah for what that's going to look like so I want to just I don't know if this is like something I want to love about myself I just want to like give myself enough grace to love myself throughout like the ups and downs of that whatever it might look like so what about you I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to word it because I don't really know if it's, like, the appropriate answer to the question. But, like, I feel like I live a lot in fear and I want to, like, be fearless. So I want to, like, love my – I want to love my, like, fearlessness and my boldness in 2020. Like, and more maybe that's more so, like, an intention. Yeah. <laughs> but I just want to, like – Well, I would say – like having the bravery to pull that like, out <coughs> of yourself, you know? Totally. Sorry, I need water. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sorry, y'all. I started choking on my own spit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It happens. We're water bottle twins now. I got I the big one. I love it. <coughs> um, I think my pink is a little bit different than that one, but... I, I got that my brother and sister-in-law got it for me for Christmas. That's so I was nice. like, what a good gift. I'm actually going to use that every day. Um, okay, so what is something that you want women to believe about themselves in 2020? This is kind of the same thing. Yeah, this really is like the whole message of our, our episode. Like, you do not have to change a single thing about who you are or what you look like, um, especially not because of external pressures in this world, which mm-hmm. is really hard these days. Um, but yeah, I think if there's something within you that you want to accomplish, then you can do it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be for anything else but your your own desire. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, mine's pretty much the same. It's just kind of along with what you were saying earlier, like knowing that you're enough in, in 2020 – and knowing that, like, your worth doesn't come from, like, minute little accomplishments. Like, your worth is in who you believe you are. Yeah. And who God says you are. So, maybe my, my wish for women is just that they would find their true worth. Yeah. 
So good. And then, um, what's something you're excited for this year in 2020? Um, I'm very excited about the workshop. The workshop is going to be so fun. I just, and that's like early on in 2020, so that's going to happen pretty soon. I just know it's going to be really transformational for these women. I know it's going to be transformational for me. I'm going to learn a lot too, and I'm going to be pushed in a whole new way because it's, I feel like each time I've done this, it's been a little bit bigger, a little bit more expanded. So I'm really excited. Bear's licking my feet right now. Um, to see it all like come to fruition and see these women walk away with like so many new tools. Totally. And, um, just to be excited about what they can accomplish this year. Yeah, Prosper so. Workshop is... The fact that you did this last year and there were, what, four girls at your kitchen table? and now, My first one. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what I mean. Like, and that yeah. was like, less than a year ago. Yeah, I know. Second one was like 10 or 12, yeah. I think. It's just so cool. Now it's upwards of 20. Dang, so, shawty. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. I'm trying to think what I'm excited for. Um, I'm excited to step into more of like my calling as a, a business owner and also... <laughs> <laughs> Bear just jumped all up in Chelsea's lap. No. Um, I know we're looking for Your homes, wet, so I'm excited to hopefully find a house. I'm gonna get my face in wet. 2020. Yeah, me too. That's another thing we gotta get on one of these days. There's not a lot on the market right now. Oh, uh, yeah. There. His mouth is so wet too. <laughs> from like dripping all over me. His bowl. He can't help it because he has a beard. It just gets wet when he drinks. I know. Waters. It's okay. Well, once again, we thought we were gonna have this quickie episode, but we had a lot to say. As usual. In true so. KNC form. Yeah. Um, well, we love you guys, and we're glad to be back. We have some really exciting guests coming in 2020. Yes, And we, we actually have done some planning, so get pumped for what this year has to bring. I know you're going to be super encouraged. It's going to be. I'm already like. It's so going to be dope. In the words so of me, it's going to be dope. We thought we are. I mean, we had some incredible guests for 2019, but we had this like vision dream boarding day yeah before the uh holidays and we went big and you know we're going there yeah so we love you guys keep listening tell your friends review to review us Let's, review us <laughs> yeah leave us a review um comment subscribe do all the things and let us know what your intentions are for this year yeah maybe share it on instagram and tag us and we'll um yes we'll love reading those Okay, we love you. Bye. Love you.